Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the founder and head coach at Straight Shot Training, a remote personal training company with an emphasis on helping people of all fitness levels feel better, move better, and live better with progressive functional strength and conditioning workouts. Hang on just a second here. There we go. All right, now I'm ready to roll. This is actually a glass of water, but I thought I would set the mood for today's podcast by pouring a drink. Today's podcast is all about alcohol and your fitness. But before we jump into things here, I want to define a couple of terms so we can all be on the same page when it comes to what we're talking about today. See, there are several important differences between non-drinkers, moderate drinkers, and heavy drinkers. There's also acute drinking and chronic drinking. So let's start with acute heavy alcohol use. This would be binge drinking, as most of you all know it, and this means more than five drinks for men and more than four drinks for women in a two-hour span. So that's acute heavy alcohol use. When I say chronic heavy alcohol use, this means more than four drinks in a day for men, three for women, more than 15 drinks a week for men, eight for women, and drinking on five or more days a week weekly. So this isn't just, I had way too much the other weekend. This is habitual heavy drinking. And we compare that to moderate alcohol consumption, which is two or fewer drinks for men, one or fewer drinks for women per day. And this is maybe not every day of the week that this is happening over the course of a year. Finally, non-drinkers are people who obviously don't drink, or they may have a drink a couple of times a month, maybe socially, where it's statistically irrelevant. So that's our three types of drinkers that we have here. When I was researching today's topic, I found an excellent article from the Harvard Health Letter on moderate alcohol consumption. And it reads, moderation in all things. Maybe that's the key to health and happiness. The proverb certainly seems true for alcohol consumption. Study after study has shown that moderate alcohol consumption is associated with good health. The evidence is strongest for protection against heart attack and stroke. There's an abundance of epidemiological data as well as results showing that alcohol increases quote-unquote good HDL cholesterol and reduces factors in the blood such as fibrinogen that cause clotting and therefore makes heart attacks and strokes more likely. Researchers have reported correlations with a lower risk of developing type 2 diabetes, having gallstones, and experiencing steep cognitive decline in old age with moderate alcohol consumption. The news isn't all good, though. Moderate drinking seems to increase the risk of colon and breast cancer, although women may be able to reduce the breast cancer risk some by increasing their intake of folate. But watch out if alcohol consumption is immoderate. Benefits quickly vanish, and there's a long list of possible harms that take their place. Serious liver disease like cancer and cirrhosis, high blood pressure, certain other cancers, traffic accidents, and violence. So that was from the Harvard Health letter on alcohol. And we're going to be talking more about the exercise and diet portion of alcohol, but if you would like to go check that out, that's at the Harvard Health Letter on Moderate Drinking. Uh, the article was called Moderate Drinking and How to Keep It That Way. So 
I'll let that set the tone for today as we get into this so no one immediately turns the episode off thinking I'm going to say don't drink at all. I'm not saying not to drink. I just want to present to you a few ways that alcohol affects various aspects of your fitness, particularly heavy use of alcohol. And I want to talk about moderation because that's what I talk about all the time on this show and this is no exception. So just go into that knowing that. And actually speaking of the way that we do things here at Straight Shot, it reminds me Before we get into our section on alcohol and fat loss, I wanna let you all know about the Straight Shot email club. So we have this newsletter that goes out every Friday morning. It has links to our blog, the podcast, recipes, playlists, and more content from my awesome coaches that you just can't get anywhere else if you're not part of the email club. We also do giveaways in that group for free custom workout plans and discounts on remote personal training. But you have to be a part of the Straight Shot email club to get in on it. So head over to straightshottraining.com and click on join the email club to join up. While you're on the website, you can read more about how remote coaching with us works, how we can help you achieve your fitness goals, no matter where you live, where you work out, and what your fitness level is, and when you're ready to take control of your health with the help of an experienced and dedicated coach, you can click the Request a Coach button to get started right away. All right, so let's get back into what that third old-fashioned is going to do to your fitness. So for starters, You've heard me talk about macronutrients on the show a lot before. We've got carbohydrates, fats or lipids, and proteins. And technically, water is a macronutrient, even though it doesn't contain any calories. But you still need a lot of it, thus it's a macronutrient. So carbs and protein both contain 4 calories per gram, while fat contains 9 calories per gram, while alcohol actually contains 7 calories per gram. Now, carbs and fat are the body's preferred fuel sources, with protein being used for maintaining the structures of the body and occasionally as fuel if you don't have enough total calories coming in. So the calories from alcohol, even though there are calories in it, it's not something that our body really likes to use as fuel. Since technically alcohol is a toxin to the body, the body's gonna work hard to eliminate it. So when you eat a meal, it has a mixture of carbs, fat, and protein in it, and you have a couple of drinks with it, your body wants to work to take care of the alcohol first. So this means the normal metabolism of the carbohydrates, the fats, and the protein is going to be inhibited, resulting in those macronutrients temporarily being stored away rather than being utilized sooner for fuel. So if you are eating and drinking more calories than you are burning on a weekly basis, these stores of calories are what eventually becomes stored body fat on your body. Now, this does not mean that you can't be lean and enjoy a couple of drinks, but if you're trying to lose weight or maintain lower levels of body fat, you really need to limit excess calories from alcohol. There are no nutrients that you need in alcohol, so those empty calories are a great place to start when you are looking for a way to reduce your caloric intake. The other issue with alcohol and weight gain is that your judgment is impaired while you're drinking, resulting in you making food choices that you would normally have more self-control over. Some studies have shown that alcohol has a negative effect on the hormones that control hunger and the feeling of fullness, meaning you think you're hungrier than you actually are when you're drunk. I'm going to pause here to let you remember that pizza that you ordered after dinner that night that you drank too much downtown unnamed client. You know who you are. 
just joking around. Uh, back in episode 103, Sleep Deprivation and Your Fitness, I also talked about how important sleep was to your weight loss and your exercise recovery. Well, here's some more bad news about heavy drinking. The National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism did a sleep study involving alcohol and found that alcohol has extensive effects on sleep and daytime sleepiness. In healthy people, acute high alcohol doses disturb sleep. And I know you might think, be thinking, well, alcohol makes me sleepy. Well, yes, you're right. It does make you drowsy, but it actually reduces the depth and the quality of your sleep. And you need that deep, restful sleep in order to effective, effectively manage your weight, perform well in your workouts, have healthy hormone function, and recover correctly to keep your training on track and actually maintain your muscle mass while you're losing body fat. So that's alcohol and weight loss, but what about alcohol and gaining muscle or alcohol and your workout performance? It's pretty well documented that chronic heavy alcohol consumption leads to muscle weakness and muscle atrophy in part by suppressing protein synthesis. But good news for you moderate drinkers, here's some good news finally. In a Penn State Medicine study, they found that moderate alcohol consumption does not impair overload-induced muscle hypertrophy and protein synthesis. So moderate, remember, we're talking two or less drinks, does not have an effect on protein, protein synthesis. But alcohol's effects on muscle recovery are gonna be different depending on the type of muscle fibers that you have personally and the activity that you did. So there are multiple types of muscle fibers that you have in your body. And simply put, that there, there are two main types here, and that's fast-twitch muscle fibers and slow-twitch muscle fibers. Fast-twitch muscle fibers are the ones that you use in explosive movements or high-resistance, low-repetition movements like a set of heavy squats or heavy deadlifts. Meanwhile, slow-twitch muscle fibers are used for endurance activities like moving your legs when you're out for a run or moving your arms when you're swimming in a pool doing laps or something. So according to alcohol scientist Dr. Jacob Vingren, drinking alcohol the night before working out or being hungover during a workout seems to affect the slow-twitch muscles more, meaning your endurance will be reduced. Being hungover does not seem to affect the performance of the fast-twitch muscle fibers on strength tests. But hang on, all of my heavy lifting friends who just cracked open a Dos Equis in excitement, there is bad news for you all, though, here, too. You see, heavy drinking in the night after a workout greatly reduces your body's ability to recover by inhibiting protein synthesis and hormone regulation. So if you drink too much the night after working out, it's entirely possible to waste a workout by getting wasted. And remember, alcohol has a, an effect on your sleep. So if you're not gonna be sleeping deep enough for your body to repair that damaged muscle tissue or sleep well enough for you to recharge physically and mentally to put forth your best efforts in your next training session, you're not gonna be making the progress that you are working so hard for in the gym. Gaining muscle or getting stronger isn't just about getting eight hours or more of sleep a night, you need high quality sleep and alcohol is the enemy of quality sleep. Now the trouble with presenting the studies that I did here is that these, these studies are not being performed on your body. 
it's not involving your metabolism of alcohol, and they're not looking at what you're doing in your workout program. So alcohol's effect on your recovery may be very different with you than with somebody else. And some people handle alcohol differently than other people. Actually, everybody handles alcohol differently than, than someone else. And people have different training methods and different training goals. So when it comes to these studies, you're, you're kind of looking at what's the main thing that they're telling us here. And it's a lot like what I said back in the weight loss portion. If you're looking to maximize your muscle mass and your recovery, and you're looking to improve your performance, there is nothing in alcohol that's going to help you. Honestly, if you're going to have more than a drink or two, I'd suggest spacing it out 16 or more hours after your workout. So basically, don't drink heavily on the days when you worked out. But also, don't drink the day before you do an endurance workout because it's going to negatively affect your performance there. So loosely translated, this means if you want to get stronger, if you want to get leaner, if you want to be healthier, don't drink heavily or do it as infrequently as possible and away from the times that you're working out. So when I was talking to my clients about this episode, the same question kept coming up. They wanted to know, well, what kind of alcohol is better for me? And here's some more unfortunate news for you. All the studies that I presented above were on alcohol and exercise, but they were all performed with vodka or a similar alcohol that was the closest thing the scientists could get to pure alcohol. So no other factors were, were present, like they would be in wine or beer or dark liquors that could possibly have an effect on the athletes. They were really just looking at alcohol and muscle mass or exercise or weight loss or something. So Dr. Jacob Vingren, who's the alcohol scientist I was talking about before, he said those, there's other factors in those types of alcohols that are probably more likely to give you a hangover than more pure forms of alcohol. But you would have to do a specific study on beer or wine or whiskey in order to be able to see if those other chemicals present in those drinks had more of an effect than others would. Plus, you know, it's so individual, right? If, if I say the word tequila right now, I know some of you just gagged remembering a bad experience you had while some of the other listeners here may be thinking, ah, oh, that reminds me, I need to go pick up another bottle of the Rocks tequila this afternoon, which is great, by the way. Uh, it also depends on the quality of the alcohol, and I'm sure you know this as well. Cheap bourbon is very different than top-shelf bourbon. So when it comes to what kind of alcohol you want to have, all alcohol contains calories. And honestly, the difference between gin, vodka, tequila, and whiskey is so marginal that we're talking a 30-calorie difference between vodka, which is 64 calories per ounce, and whiskey, which is 97 calories per ounce. So if you're following our recommendation here, which is have one or two drinks, it really doesn't matter the type. The problem is when you're having four or more and you're mixing your rum with Coke and your vodka with Red Bull, which are, are people still drinking that? That seems like such a bad idea. But anyway, all of those calories from alcohol and sugar start stacking up. And before long, depending on the drink that, you, that you're drinking, you could be taking in 800 to 1,000 calories in one session of drinking just from those mixed drinks, not counting the food that you're eating because you're making bad choices because you're, you're too drunk. So my advice, like always, is practice some moderation. Now, if you're trying to lose weight, I would cut it back to a couple of drinks a week, not a night, a couple of drinks a week. Think of it like soda. Okay, You wouldn't drink a soda every night. 
to wind down if you're trying to lose weight. You should not drink a soda every night. So don't drink alcohol every night if you're trying to drop weight. As for recovering from your workouts, remember, when you're in the gym, it's uncomfortable. You push hard in those workouts. So when you think about pouring yourself that second or third or fourth drink later that night, remember how hard you pushed in your workout. Don't undo all that hard work by stopping your body's pivotal recovery processes with alcohol. And if you're going to go out for a run the next day, have one drink or don't drink at all. That's an easy way to instantly improve your performance on your next workout. So thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you are not subscribed to the show yet, please subscribe. And if you have a second to leave us a rating, that would be awesome. It helps us get our message out to more people. You can find us on social media using the handle at Straight Shot Training. And if you want to get our weekly newsletter with exclusive content, deals, and giveaways, head to straightshottraining.com and click on Join the Email Club. If you need help with your workouts and accountability from a coach who will help you stay on track, maybe remind you not to drink so much this weekend, that's actually what we do here at Straight Shot. We provide workouts and accountability as your personal coach. When you're over at straightshottraining.com, just click on Request a Coach, and I'll get in touch and personally set you up. Thanks again, and have a great week, everybody. Thank you.